Welcome back to It's Me, Frankie B. I'm sitting here with Newt and Rocky, and of course, Seafroat is in the house, as always. always. Yes, sir. We have some uh, sad news to tell y'all. So, uh, Ed will not be with us this evening because it's his birthday weekend. He relapsed, and he's back in rehab. Um, Proof is in the picture once you see the Instagram post. Yeah. Um, just, Just tough times for Ed. We love you. We hope you're screaming at your radio right now once you're listening to this or your Apple CarPlay or whatever you're going to do on the bus because you're a broke boy and can't get a driver <laughs> to go to work. Um, it should be a, a short stint, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping, too. Like, hopefully by next week he, uh, you know, is not off the rocker anymore yeah. and he's back in here for yeah. his birthday. Um, you know, just a little backslide. Yeah. It's all good. Exactly. The best just tough times for him, but, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Um the show goes on. You know, I'm still confused why it's such a big deal that our entry song on here, <laughs> yeah. like you made that comment, and it's like, why does that matter? Nobody knows except for us. It's and, it's and now everybody knows, right? I'm like, it's literally just a placeholder for us to start. Like, hey, yep. like everyone, shut up for like we're in the zone now. Start. Yep. Like, who cares? And I, I kind of like it because it's like the original song. Yep. So, it's whatever. Like, I get it. Our other one's like a bop. Like, we, we enjoy oh, it. Oh, yeah. Still. Like, still, shout out to Papa Carini. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, Ed, do you have anything to say about that for the playback? Oh, never oh, mind. Oh, tough. Yeah. Shit. That sucks, And we're man. definitely not going to make sure that we talk about this on the next pod because I don't really want to hear the points. Well, of, that'll uh, be old news. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> trying to keep up with the times. But That's tough. Another, um, another fun week at work, you know. Keeping. Always, dude. Had performance evaluations. Mine went well, so that's that's fine. But uh, something that is new this week, I got back into working out. <laughs> you fat fuck. Let me tell you, the cardio is not that bad. Like, I, I've been doing Peloton. I've been riding at home. I've been working out at the gym. It's cool. You you, you quit smoking six packs a day, too. That helps. That That does help. <laughs> Haven't gotten off the crack, though, but, you know. Ah, shit. Well, baby steps. Right, right. I started lifting this week, though. When I told Ed, like, oh, I'm going to, like, I got my workout plan, I meant, like, I'm lifting again. Like, I've been doing some cardio, Mm -hmm. but, like, really kind of taking it more seriously now. Trying to watch what I eat, yada, yada, yada. When I tell you I'm a dumbass. Oh, I, I I already knew this, Frank. That's me banging my head on the microphone because... I thought, I was like, oh, I found my workout plan from when I was, like, shredded. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, let's knock this bitch out. <laughs> so Monday, I did back and bicep. And it felt great. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a lot more tired than I used to. Like, I didn't do the full amount of sets, but, like, I still did, like, the, um, like, curl and hold for five seconds, then yeah. let it down. Tuesday, I uh, did chest and triceps. Felt good. Wednesday, I woke up and had a problem. <laughs> I'm normally a two-day after guy anyway, and uh, I sleep on my stomach Yep. with my arms curled underneath my pillow, Yep. like clenching it. I feel that. I couldn't extend my fucking <laughs> arms on Wednesday. I looked like a freaking T-Rex at work trying to type <laughs> on my computer because I couldn't extend my arms out because the like tendons and muscles... From my forearms to the top or the bottom part of my bicep and like that whole like 
elbow area <laughs> was so tight and sore from doing like hammer curls and like preacher curls and all these different things. <laughs> I was so sore. And like today, like last night I came home and I have a scraper from when uh, when I had my car wreck with my knee. I used that on my arms <laughs> and then used the massage gun. And I woke up today a little better, but it's still sore as hell. And I was like, okay, hey, dumbass, can't just jump right back nope. into the fire. Nope. Like, you got to ease into yeah. it, brother. So I'm like, embrace the suck and just get through it. But man, <laughs> and and I was joking with people at work and they were cracking up because they were like, no, we get it. Like, also, it's a struggle. Also, you're getting old, man. Yeah. You don't recover like you used to. No, sir. Um, no, sir. The other funny part was I have I went to GNC and got some like pre-workout, some protein and stuff, and they gave me like this little gift box for, you know, hitting over fifty dollars or whatever. Sure. And one of them was a casein protein that you take before you go to bed, like thirty minutes before you go to bed, and it's supposed to have a slow burn, help you recover. Yeah. And it's supposed to help you sleep good. Well, I didn't realize it has like five or ten milligrams of melatonin in it Mm. so like i took it last night at like 11 i woke up at like 6 a.m and i did not want to wake up oh no i was no i was struggling yeah it was bad yeah so i'm like okay no more that stuff i'm like (laughs) fuck man we're not even 30 yet like not yet not yet baby like i have to get up because one my vp is back from vacation so i can't come and rolling late two Coop's already awake. Like, hey y'all, it's time to go. Like, <laughs> and, and three, you have to go to work because right. the pot hasn't taken off yet. Exactly. <laughs> no, I the, have. I, I have a pretty funny story too. So, on Saturday, a, a brief summary of of the weekend, real quick. Uh, we went out to a lake house out uh, west side, far west side, and uh, you know, on our way, we drive down. 36 you know a, a, actually pretty major u.s highway yeah, yeah, yeah um you know but you know west side of indy it's not like crazy big whatever so you can you can attest to this on saturday mm-hmm. there were like some road closed signs or they were kind of like off the road you can drive down it it's not really closed they're just like doing some work right. on it sporadically right okay so monday rolls around and that's kind of the direction i go to work yeah. Right. Usually I go south and, and hop on a different highway and, and all is fine and dandy. I take a lot of back roads. Well, you know, being in the crossroads of America, there's quite a few railroads out here in the sticks of Indiana. Yep. So I got railroaded. Do you, do you know that we're actually on the terrorist watch list near being near Avon because that rail yard is one of the biggest in the country? Yeah, that doesn't shock me. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. I, I, mean, I don't knew. think that we're on a terrorist watch list. I think no, it's just like I, I don't think that was the right phrase. Not terrorist watch list. Like because <laughs> I'm are, not. We, I can still fly. Yeah. I have no problems um, flying. <laughs> like a like it could be a target yes. for terrorists. That makes it's sense. on like one of those watch lists. That makes sense. Sorry. So you got railroaded. So I got railroaded on my way to work on Monday. I'm like, ah, that's fine. I'll just take 36. So I go down one stoplight. The train is still there, blocking me. So I'm like, all right, I'll just go straight. All the way through, all the way down. Basically, it'll be like, it's like two turns. Realistically, it's probably, it's not a faster way because the speed limit's a lot lower. Yeah. Um, but it's a more kind of straight shot. It's two, it's like three roads. Yeah. 
So I get to the road closed area and the signs a little bit more in the road. I'm like, mm, there's a couple cars in front of me that are going around it. You know, fuck it. Mm -hmm. I'll go. I'll drive around it. So I, 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 I kind of wait for some cars to pass and I, I go around and I'm driving. It's like six, six forty five ish at this point. And I, I'm not seeing anybody on the road. Yeah. Like, huh. All right, cool. I mean, it's, it's early. I'm going the wrong way. I'm going out of the city, basically. Yeah. Um, no big deal. Then I start passing all these, you know, county roads that tee into it. And there are, there is a truck at every single cross, cross road. Mm -hmm. It's a construction truck, like right. a pickup truck with their lights on. Right. So I'm like, oh, huh. They must be, you know, getting ready to do some work. <laughs> then I see these like three like construction vehicles like uh, uh, I don't know backhoes or whatever. It, they were clearly like like caterpillar excavator like, es excavators and yeah. like and like rollers. Not not the the big asphalt uh, steamrollers, right. but like smaller ones. Smaller I'm like, ones, yeah. oh, they're about to go do some work. Then I get up to the light where I need to turn. And it's completely blocked off by, by like, three pickup trucks with their flashers on. I'm like, huh, I definitely wasn't supposed to be on this road. <laughs> no. I said, they must be starting at 7, and I just beat them. Yeah. <laughs> so I I was like, oh, that was lucky. So I, I guess now I know they, they work on it during the week, which, uh, you know, hindsight makes a lot more sense to not work on it on a Saturday or a Sunday. Yeah. Um, so I basically drove on a closed road. I was telling the story to, to Laura and she's like, man, that whole time you were telling me this, I thought you were going to tell me you got a ticket. Like someone pulled you over. I was expecting you to say, cause I almost did this one time where I thought the road was still okay. Yeah. Because I like, I forget where it was, but it, I think it was on my way to work at my old job. And, um, the road kept showing closed, but it looked like nothing was done to it for like, they stripped it, but yeah. nothing else. Yeah. So I kept driving on it, and then one day, like, luckily I was paying attention, like, they stripped it, and then they cut the asphalt, like, a foot deep, and dug it out. Oof. And if I would have been, like, <laughs> not paying attention, would have dropped off, luckily there was, like, a sign saying, like, stop. Yeah, don't so, go like, here. And so, like, I'm like, oh, that wasn't there the other day. And I, like, looked, and I was like, oh, that's why. Yeah, and there's no, once you're past, like, like any kind of civilization... There is yeah. no good way to get south off of 36. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're screwed. you got to turn back around. Oh, yeah. And it already added, like, five or ten minutes to my, my drive. Like, I was still, like, relatively late to work. Right. Late in quotes. But, I mean, it was, yeah, drove on a closed road. Um, I made no eye contact with any of the construction workers my whole entire drive. I pulled up to the, the little stoplight. And just whipped it around like half in the grass. Didn't even look at the trucks blocking it. And nope. just busted a hard left and floored it. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Did you see what they're building over by the B-dubs in Avon? Uh-uh. Uh, it's Oh, a... well, I saw that all blocked off. But yeah. I didn't see what they're building. So it's a new place called Room 40. Okay. Have you heard of it? Uh-uh. You got Room 40's nuts in your mouth? Oh, you fucker. <laughs> you saw that Josh Allen thing. Damn it. Damn it. Let's go. No, actually, they're uh, <laughs> actually the B Dubs is coming up out of that strip, and they're building a standalone B Dubs. 
oh cool yeah that's the truth okay <laughs> not a room 40 <laughs> not a room 40 he's nuts <laughs> that was good uh, that was very good. yeah i can't take credit for it i saw it though and i thought that was the most creative one i've ever seen yeah well part of uh this podcast is actually um where i got some of my idea was from tiktok always because yeah exactly well we're gonna get into this portion but i want to talk about something else as well the um situation with 78 years ago now is i think the math if my math is mathing okay that the atomic bombs were dropped in japan okay so we're gonna kind of get into the atomic bombs world war ii a little bit today um another one that was created after that czar bomba yeah um which is a very fascinating one and then we're going to kind of talk about like modern war and what we think is happening and then some conspiracy theory that oppenheimer actually was very um much a believer in we'll get into this portion but he was a very much a believer in prehistoric almost nuclear war Hmm. So we'll get into that a little bit more, a little teaser. And maybe a couple of favorite war movies. Absolutely. Because I have some. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so have you seen all the drama between Nelk Boys, Steiny, pretty much, and Andrew Schultz? No, but I don't like the Nelk Boys. I don't either. Okay. So I like. So if um, Nelk Boys, if you're listening to this, fuck you. Unless you're Steve will do it. I think you're a sweet guy. Aww. Your fiance is an absolute just babe babe, babe. yeah big Shing. heart yeah um, no, i don't i don't like steve will do it really Meh. i feel like he's calmed down a little bit once he got canceled off youtube well makes sense <laughs> i makes mean sense. <laughs> just it's he's not the original he, no. he it's it's shoe nice baby yeah shoe nice did all that crazy shit yeah. he's still you know he's still alive and kicking no i did not he know <laughs> he has a youtube channel he doesn't do he doesn't do, like, as crazy of shit as he used to. I mean, that dude could eat, like, three rolls of toilet paper in, like, ten minutes. He did crazy <laughs> oh, shit yeah. like that. Yeah. And if, if anybody's listening to this who doesn't know who Shoe Nice is, you need to look him up because it is the most fascinating, disgusting, impressive eating feats you will ever see in your life. Yeah. It is insane. <laughs> they, uh, it's, it's really... The Nelk Boys are a very fascinating thing to me because Schultz kind of brought this up where you could say, like, it's more a business. Yeah. They're not all actually friends that are, like, shooting the shit, hanging right. out all the time. Right. And you sometimes see that because, like, Steiny really gets on people's nerves on there and they call him out for it. And it's not like a, like how we bust our balls yeah. here, like, when someone says something stupid or we're going off off topic. Like, you can tell they're actually annoyed. <laughs> and, like, Bradley Martin's getting all this shit right now because he was talking to a professional boxer who weighs 155 or 160 pounds. Okay. And he was like, you think you could beat me in a street fight? And the guy was like, yeah. And he was like, no, like, but, like, I'm 260, bro. Like, you're one, you're what, what? I really want to know how much you weigh. Like, he kept saying that. He's like, I love this guy. I love that he's, and kept talking about it. And then the guy's like. Yeah, I mean, if you get a hold of me, yeah, probably because you could probably just take me down. But, like, if we're going straight just fist to fist and this is the street fight, yeah, I'm going to clean you up. Oh, yeah. And so then that was the whole thing. And then he gets into it with uh, 
fucking Nate Diaz. And <laughs> Nate Diaz is like, you're not touching me. Yeah, no. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, I have ground and pound experience. Like, I know how to roll. Professional. And, yeah. I'm, professional I'm a professional experience. fucking fighter. Yeah. And Nate finally was like, was like, yeah, come to the ring sometime. Like, okay. I'll let you fight my friend off camera. <laughs> if you beat him, then you can fight me. And I've you still haven't seen any of it because, yeah, like, no. it's not going to happen. No. Um, but then, like, Nate, or not Nate, um, Logan Paul. Shout out to him. He got engaged. Um, his I actually listened to their podcast the other day because he had his uh, fiance on. Um, I'm also Nina. not a fan of him. I'm... I go back and forth on Logan so much because Jake, I can't stand. I don't like either one. Yeah. I, I mean, respect the hustle. Right. And like, I get it. Yeah. But. Uh. But like, I feel like Logan, like I watched his engagement and I was like, whoa, this is the Logan no one sees. Like you can tell Nina's his person because how he was with her was so much more like you could tell like she brings him peace. That like it was a whole Good, different he needs it. Yeah. Like it was a <laughs> whole different vibe. Yeah. But then like on the podcast they were talking about um like him and how their relationship's been and like it's funny, they were talking about like him not getting some for a while because like Nina's classy broad and was like, Well, I just wasn't sold on you yet. Wasn't he dating that one girl for a hot minute? Uh that was Jake. Oh, the girl who flashed her tits yep, at the Astros Jake. game yeah. and got banned for life. Yep, Jake is now dating. Okay. Um, oh, I'm forgetting her name. Beautiful, beautiful woman. She's from the Netherlands. She's a speed skater. Oh, that's um, sick. Yeah, and she is uh, a, a looker. <laughs> um, that's who he's dating now. But then, anyway, about Logan, yeah. he kept calling out Bradley Martin. He's like, Bradley, why are you doing this? Like. I think you're being a cheese ball. Like you're, I forget the exact words he said. Like I think you're corny or something because yep. he's like, you're calling out these people that everyone else in the world knows you couldn't beat them up, and for some reason you keep calling them out or like talking to them on your podcast about it. Yeah. And he's like, if you're doing it for the views, like that's cool, but like if you feel like you got to do that, then you're already falling off. Mm. He's like, if mm. you're doing it for the views, if you mm. legitimately think you can fight them, then fight them. And he's like, or come to Puerto Rico. And you can fight me in the cage because I've been training. And he's like, and if you beat me, then talk. But he's yeah. like, I promise you, you won't. And because, like, Logan's been, like, actually rolling with, like, yeah. professional fighters now yeah. and shit. So it's uh, it's interesting because the Nuck Boys are just a hot mess because you have that situation. Then you have the Steiny situation where Andrew Schultz went on the show. Andrew, like, some people that don't know him... We're like, oh, well, he could have been a little less on Steiny. Like, he was being a dick. He's acting like he's fucking Michael Jordan with how he's acting and talking. And it's like, no, but, like, he has a humongous following. Yeah. And his whole point was, I got there, and it felt more like a business decision of theirs where no one really knew me there except for Steve Will Do It, who was a genuine fan who was trying to talk to me about this. And the rest of them were just kind of like a – Oh, let's bring this guy on. He's got a huge following. We do too, so this will be a big podcast. Yeah, no, that, that I feel like that shit never works out. No, and unless like, you've got like a shtick yeah. where like I, I don't know, you've got to be really funny or a really good interviewer to like bring somebody on your podcast that you don't really know or yeah. don't really like so, Bobby, and it be successful. Bobby, for example. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. Yeah. She 
she's obviously capping that she doesn't know any fucking Drake songs or any of this shit. Because <laughs> she's our age. So fucking but like, funny. I think she she's plays, older than us. She might be. She might be she like. She says that she's forty. She's yeah, not. She's not. She. I bet she's like. <laughs> I bet she's lower thirties, mid thirties. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah. like, she played dumb with Drake and was like, "I've never heard of Tyga." Oh, is this one of them? yeah? Her. Like it's funny as hell. That's cool because it was a shtick, and that's what yeah. Schultz was like trying to be like. Yeah. Was Steiny like, like was he just trying to fuck with me? Because like, one, you're not up to that level to be fucking with me. Yeah. Because like, he was like, I'm the ultimate, like fuckery person. Oh like, yeah. He's like, I will fuck with people, and then he's like, because his whole thing is like he does crowd work, like that yeah. is part of his stand-up. Yeah. And then Steiny was like on his phone texting and. Then all of a sudden, he like called him out for it. And then all of a sudden, later on the cu- podcast, he goes, So, do you like ever get into it with like fans at your shows? And Andrew is just kind of like, Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when it went it's off. Kind of my whole rails. bit, dude. Exactly. And he was like, They legit don't know anything about me. Yeah. I'm just on the show. Like, Steve will do it was like, He wasn't trying to lead the pod. He was just kind of letting Steiny yeah. run it. But Steiny didn't know anything about Schultz. So, Schultz went in on him. Like, I watched the podcast. <laughs> Holy fuck. Which, and, it, it's crazy, though, because, like, Schultz is, like, a pretty big deal. Yeah. I mean, he, and I, I feel he like has, he's like, a Netflix cool specials, dude. no? Yeah, like, yeah. he does. I mean, he has Netflix specials. He was so big that last year, and he pulled his last special off of Netflix because he's like, I'm not trying to deal with their fucking bullshit. Yeah. And he sold it online individually for, like, five bucks Probably on YouTube. Probably made more fucking money. And made a shit ton of yeah. money, and people were going yeah. nuts over it. Yeah. And it's crazy because, like... Steiny, he like went in on Steiny like not being skilled at all, and he's like, I don't know how you're here, like, <laughs> like I don't know how you're such a big podcast. So, like, what do how you, are you do, with- man? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like you could tell, like the people, and I'm I'm pretty sure the people that were like going after Schultz and being like, oh well, like he was being a douche, and like Steiny's the goat are probably kids that are like in their fucking teens that don't follow them because Steiny yeah, no. is the biggest douche. I can't stand him. And <laughs> their Nelk boys are die, man. Right. But like here's the thing. I was reading Schultz body body language. He was trying at first to be like read he was trying you could see in his eyes. He was reading the room. He's looking back and forth and he's yeah, like trying to figure it out. Like, he's like, what's going on here? Cause he's like he's yes, does he fuck around a lot? Yeah, but he's also a professional and knows how to yeah. work this. So he's yeah. like, hey like what are we doing if if this is not live? Like, can we pause for a second and figure <laughs> out like, or like, can we? He he said, this was fucking awful. Don't show this episode, Fuck. and then hit me back when you guys want to redo this and we can try again. And so then Nelk Boys like CEO made a comment about, oh well, there's only one podcast we've ever not released after recording, and it was Schultz. And of course, people were like, whoa, 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 why? And then it got into it. And then Steiny tried to downplay it, and that's when Schultz is like, that's not what happened. Yeah. And then he goes, fine, release the pod, and they did, and then people are now like... Yeah, we yeah. see why. Yeah, like, it was nah, it was awkward. Bro. Like, Fuck. I've thought about that. Like, if we get to the point where we want to bring on, like, I've got a friend who's in, who's one of, like, he's a big Indiana Democratic lobbyist. I would love to have him on the pod and pick his brain. Or, like, talk to, talk to Ed's buddy, Tyler, in yeah. Chicago. Pick his brain because he lived in Hong Kong. And all these, yeah. But you know what I'm not going to do? We need to get my, my, my Uncle Steve on this yeah. pod. I'd like to get your dad on <laughs> here, too. Like, <laughs> talk to your dad about his work. Fuck. <laughs> but, like, this is where I'm like, but if we do that, I'm damn sure going to make sure that we do our research and oh, we're, like, yeah. ready to play. Yeah. And, like, it obviously yeah. with them it's going to be more casual. If we ever got to the point where we were, like, 
Schultz level. I see where Schultz has come from. Where like, if he had his notes on his phone, that's cool. But like, he wasn't taking notes. Like I can <laughs> see his texting. Like it's one thing if like you have an iPad he or was something. Bored. And, yeah, and you can pull up and like be like, oh well, hey, I see this. Or like, you went to high school here. How was your school years? Yeah. Like that's where he's yeah. like, no, fuck nah, that. Nah. So. Nah. Anyway, um, off of the Nelk Boy drama and podcast drama, like I just like to get into it a little bit because, like you know, we're bigger and better than Nelk Boys. Well, yeah, but like just we're we just make not as noticed. way more money. Too. Yeah, exactly. Way more exactly. Money. So we're gonna get into some of the atomic bomb conversation and basically just kind of talk about what happened, you know, seventy-eight years ago. Yeah, if, if you say so. Hold. I don't know how many years ago. I mean, I I'm not a big history buff. Um, I know that the the events. I don't know the years. I know the dates because we're doing this pod. Um, I knew it was in August, but uh, I I actually can bring something a little bit to the table here on this too because I did, uh, in fact, take five years of Japanese in yeah. high school and uh, learned a little bit about Japanese history. So. Yeah. And my boy Cody will back me up on on yeah. the one fact that I will I will spew. Yeah, but. there you go. Because it was it was seventy eight years ago, nineteen forty five. I knew it was quick maths. Nineteen forty five, obviously, but I'm not good with quick math like that. Oh, like, if you would have told me it was forty five, I could have told you. Yeah, it like yeah. it's it's a problem that my dad made fun of me growing up for because give me like a one thousand step equation and I'll work that bitch out all the way to the bottom. You can't do quick maths. You, he used to do that to me to make fun of me. He'd be like, what's 152 times 37? Oh, well, nobody and can do that. He does. Well, then he's and, a and savant. He would, <laughs> he would sit there and like, clown me for it. He's like, that's not a big deal. It's this, this, and this. Nah, I'm that's like, goofy. Oh, fuck. That's goofy. Like, yeah, but he was just fucking with me. But I would be like, well, give me like X equals Y, but there's 10 million things in between, and I'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. That's yep. just how my brain works. Yep. Um. But anyways, yeah. Go ahead with your fact. Oh no, no. Oh, okay. You you tell me. Yeah. You, you you go, and then I'll drop it in when when it's when I feel it's necessary. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so Absolutely. for any um, background for anyone who doesn't know a ton about World War II, uh, we started in it late. Um, the war started in 1939. I believe it was actually September 1st, 1939. Germany invaded Poland. Goddamn um, Nazis. I know, man. Like. Okay, I'm gonna say this. Yeah. And um, uh, I don't know. I feel like it, it's well. It'll be well received. Yeah. If you're a Nazi, fuck you. I concur. <laughs> All right. Um, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So it's always been fascinating and pretty impressive to me what Hitler was able to do in a yes. four-year span because bad he, guy. Oh yeah, terrible guy. But. <laughs> just got to get that out, yeah. out of the way. <laughs> Terrible guy. There's a reason Im- why he was one of my top picks in the enemy's draft. Impressive. Villain draft. Impressive leader. Can I say that? Yeah, like what he was you able. You got people to buy into correct. all that bullshit. And like he was able to get an army that almost took over the world <laughs> built in four years. And they Ooh. still had some of the advancements in science that is still incredible to this day what they were able to well, the, I feel like they did a lot of their advancements in science unethically. Oh, absolutely. So, they did. I mean, when you take ethics out of the equation, anything's possible, frankly. True, 
True. Anyways. Because <laughs> um, I feel like if there was no ethics involved, like we would already be doing human tests on Neuralink oh. with Elon right now. Oh, dude. Um, yeah. But Invasion was in. Um, Europe went into war. Japan was already a Axis power with Germany, and so was Italy. Um, and Japan already released a black plague from fleas in China, if you didn't know this, at the beginning of the war that really, really, like, damaged their population. Like, mm. people don't talk about it enough how many casualties there were of the Chinese people during World War Two because they always talk about Russia and their... Yeah. And Europe, China lost like 25 million people during the war from all the crazy shit that Japan was doing. I have I have a question. Yeah. How, how, what was the thought process behind Japan, like, teaming up with Germany? Because that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So... Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think a lot of it was... Did they just see an opportunity that they I, could I think fuck so. over China? Yeah, I think Okay. I think the the idea between all that was Italy Italy's Mussolini mm-hmm. um, was had the same kind of thought process and once of Adolf. Sure. And sure. what they ended up doing was they teamed up, kind of talked it through and were like, okay, if we could take over Europe because you're right here, we could go into Africa, and you could take over Africa. You could pinch France, and then we could take over like that Middle East area. Sure. And then we can handle, um, you know, England and the rest, and then leave Russia out of it at the time. Because at the time, technically, Russia they weren't homies with Germans, the Germans, but like they were just kind of like, yeah, we're good. Kind of like what America was doing, where we were like. No, no, no. We're not for Germany. We're not for England right now. We're like we're good. But then once it like Germany actually started bombing England and stuff, that's when it yeah. turned. Yeah. Well, it's it's a lot easier for you know the United States to say yeah we're good when it's happening across a absolutely you know, across million the mile pond. ocean. Yeah, across <laughs> the pond. And so I think the idea was Japan was a powerhouse back then, and they knew that if they could get Japan involved to take over the Pacific, then they could pinch. China and India and all that and just have that entire part of the globe done and then that's when they would go after Russia and then go after the US and I think that's where like the plan to take over the world was because Germany actually reached out to Mexico to try to get them involved in the war to attack America see this is where this is where I get confused yeah any I mean I'm just being brutally honest here any Mexican in Germany would have gotten absolutely, yeah, l- murdered. Yeah, I mean I, that's where I don't. That's where I'm trying to have. I'm I'm having trouble picturing Japan basically partnering in quotes right. with Germany when Germany would have wiped them out in a second if they had the chance. Absolutely, and it, you know, what, I, maybe I, I don't. I don't get was, that. Was that maybe the long game of Germany? Like maybe. Oh, we won the war with Italy and Japan. Russia's been crumbled, U.S. has crumbled. Like Mexico helped us crumble the U.S., and now <laughs> they, it's just they wish right. <laughs> but like now it's just Mexico, Germany, Japan, and Italy that are involved. Yeah. And then Germany goes after Italy and Japan, and mm-hmm. then after Mexico. Like maybe that was a long-term goal. Maybe. Obviously, we never got there. Um, oh, thank God. Exactly. But there was a plague 
in these fleas that Japan okay. released into China that caused a lot of sicknesses and illnesses, deaths. It's like what it's like what uh, you know settlers did to the American, pretty much the Native yeah. Americans. Yeah, you know. Well, settlers to the Native Americans, and also <laughs> just the, throwing that out. No, there. <laughs> I mean the Europeans to um, Mexicans and Latin Americans, Latinos, way, way, way back in the day, like the Aztec Empire. Mm-hmm. That I didn't was, know. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, the Aztec Empire That's was a history lesson. I Let's know. Go. Um, was actually like the Spanish got there. They started like mm-hmm. you know hang out with them, using them. I guess you could say, um, and then they left to be like, hey. Like, we found this land over there. They've got all this gold, and they got all this cool shit. Like, we should go back. And then they went back, and the Aztec Empire was already crumbling from all the disease and illnesses that the Mm. Europeans brought to them. Well, that... Did they do that on purpose, though? I I don't know. Because that's a... uh, That's a slippery slope. Because, you know, when... Especially back then, you know, when somebody comes from literally, you know, a continent away, or, or even countries away back then... Right. You bring... You don't necessarily bring disease. You just bring a different, I guess it's disease, biome. Can I say biome? That's not really the right word for it. But I know what you mean. You though, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they bring different, I don't know, sicknesses that that aren't a big deal when you're exposed to them for, you know, centuries or hundreds right. of years. Or Well, I mean, it, we're, thing, we're going but. through that with Coop right now where, like, he's <laughs> I, had a yeah. snotty nose and a cough for a couple weeks now. And they're like, yeah, I mean, that's from daycare. He'll get over it. But that's literally what they say is, like, you you you're going into a cesspool of yeah. germs and like this is how they build their immune system and it's the same as like teachers their first year oh, dude. they get more sick days than than like the rest of the and, years and even like in the early like months of yeah. them back to school they've been off for however long two months and right yeah well that's why I don't wash my hands I haven't washed my hands <laughs> in in 29 years almost so. yeah just to keep the just uh, never I never yeah. do it. Well, I, I did read where it's like if you want to help with sickness, like when you have snot in your no your mouth or uh, in your nose, eat it. Yeah, they say swallow it because the snot has uh, bacteria, bacteria in it that your body can learn and build uh, I, immunity. And I so, might be a gross yeah. motherfucker, man, but right. I get well, it done. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not very sick very often. Exactly. Anyways, back to World War Two. Yeah. <laughs> so then, one thing that people don't know is if we didn't drop those atomic bombs, and we would have continued the war with Japan. They had a plan to use those Black Plague-type fleas. Mm. They were going to release them in San Francisco. Mm. That was their plan. And this is what happened is they flew over China, and China was like, oh, no, like we're getting bombed, we're dead. And then they see these boxes falling from there, and they're like, what the fuck is this? And then all these black clouds, and it was like billions Oof. of fleas Oof. coming out of nowhere. And Ugh. they were going to do that in San Francisco as well to try to injure the u.s population by mm. doing that so definitely a i like definitely a thing of if they didn't surrender that would have been a problem because the japanese people like don't take don't steal my thunder oh this is this is my fun fact okay they weren't gonna surrender the emperor would not surrender yeah. after the two atomic bombs even yep. dropped they their perception was we're winning this war. We're still winning this war. They thought they were winning the war the whole entire time because it was almost, and I, I don't mean this in like a bad way, but it was almost like, it was almost like uh, North Korea. Like your, your emperor, your dictator is mm-hmm. like God. Yeah. And if the, what the emperor says goes. Right. 
and the emperor was like we're good we're winning we're we're here mm -hmm. and the two atomic bombs dropped and we're good we're good and then the emperor was like yeah yeah we're not so good because the bomb over hiroshima was the smaller of the two mm -hmm. that was little man mm -hmm. or little boy that's what it was little boy and fat man i'm that's sorry guys said. okay i did yeah i think All so right. So, Little Boy had um, 15,000 tons of TNT power that dropped over it. And then, that was the one in Hiroshima. It's a more populated city, I believe, from, than Nagasaki. And it killed an estimated 140,000 people. So, we were like, okay, surrender. Japanese don't. Yeah. We dropped the one in Nagasaki. Fat Man. That had 21,000 tons of of TNT, like, the power of it was, like, 21,000 tons of TNT. It killed about 75,000 people. And the thing is, we warned Japan after that, saying, like, hey, we've got even more of these atomic bombs, and, like, they're only going to get bigger. Like, we, we've figured out how to make them bigger and bigger. And, yeah. like, they haven't even gone to Tokyo yet because Tokyo's already getting flattened from all of our other carpet bombing. Yeah. Like... And I think that's where the Emperor was like, oh, shit, like, Germany's already surrendered. It's just us now. And if they just keep doing this, like, they're just going to blow up our entire country. So I, my, my, my thought process was a little incorrect. But generally speaking, I remember this correctly. We, uh, the United States, flew over the Hiroshima and Nagasaki and dropped leaflets out of mm, planes yes, yes warning the civilians look we're gonna drop a big ass fucking bomb on your city yep leave now tell your emperor to surrender blah 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 blah. my my thoughts were that's how they how they told the japanese people that they were surrendering mm -hmm. but i was i was almost i was almost right but isn't so, that some wild shit well it's it is wild because what happened after that is Japan then surrenders. Yes. The war is over. Yes. And they still had people believing that the war never ended. Yeah. Yeah. And this was like, I think it was either in the late 90s or early 2000s. They found a man that was old as fuck now, obviously. Yeah. In the middle of the jungle <laughs> in a military base. And they said, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm waiting for the Americans. And they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like. The war. And they're like, the war's over. And he's like, it's no, it's not. For 50 like, years. How did dude. you not? And he goes, because no one told me it was, so I've been at my base. Fuck. The fact that this man, yeah. if if I was in the middle of Iraq and this war in Iraq went on for, I don't know, 10 years and no one told me it was like off and I'm just sitting there, I would have been like, well, fuck this shit. No one's <laughs> talked to me in 10 years, so I might as well just dip. It wouldn't even take me 10 years. If I didn't hear radio oh, yeah. or maybe anything. Maybe two. Yeah. Maybe yeah, even a year. Uh, maybe, even a year. Uh, yeah, if, like, maybe. If no military personnel talked to yeah, me for even no. a year, I'd yeah. probably be like, I guess I'm out. I'm out. Like, <laughs> but yeah, this man, like, after 60 years, was still sitting in his base in the middle Jesus. of the jungle waiting for the Americans. I'm just like, that's insane. Oh, that's crazy. It's and crazy. and I almost I I don't almost I do feel bad for that person because you're like sitting there going, his whole life, he never had anything. Yeah, no. He was just in the military. And now yeah. he's an old man. Like he has nothing else. Like that was all it was. Like if they don't make him a millionaire and he has the military, you know, 
retirement fund of forever. <laughs> like, I don't know what else. Oh, boy, better be getting paid. Yeah. Like, I think in the U.S. military, if you're in for 20 years, you can retire with, like, your uh, your it, pension and it, all that. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's I'm like, pretty good. If he was in it for 60 years at his base, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he should be getting paid. Yeah. Um, but kind of getting into that a little bit. Yes. If we wouldn't have dropped those bombs we were the reason why we did is because we're like the amount like if we're going to actually make land in japan the amount of casualties on the american and japanese side is going to be very very bad because they knew how the japanese were yep they knew they'd be dug in yep like we we started doing like operation i think it was like operation burn them out or something where like they legitimately were just burning the jungle because they didn't know where the heck the Japanese soldiers were because they were so well at hiding. They're like, just burn the whole fucking thing. Yeah. And then they'll come out yeah. like, and they didn't want to have to do that in Japan. So they dropped those. Um, well, we, we later learned how that, how that worked out in Vietnam. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Not well. Not well. <laughs> and, and the wild thing is the two bombs that exploded. Yes. They weren't effective. They weren't, they were effective, but they weren't efficient. Sorry. They weren't efficient. What do you mean? Only 1% of their capability actually succeeded. So let that sink in. Wow. Yeah. 1%. Probably a good thing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely it's a good thing. Yeah. But that was the crazy thing is wow. um, that they they could have been so much bigger, but with the advancements at the time, we didn't tap into it, or maybe it was just not... Are you talking casualty wise or destruction wise? Or I'm talking both? like explosion wise. Okay. Like it I only see. exploded yeah. at like one percent of the ef- efficiency that it could have. I see. Um, and this kind of gets into the Oppenheimer talk of. Have you seen that movie? Not yet. I need to I see need it. To see. You want to go together? Yeah. All right. The thing about Oppenheimer is, yes. someone came to him and said that after the first detonation. They're like, you know, hey, Oppenheimer, how do you feel to drop the first nuclear bomb in history? And he's like, I'm not the first. Um, Just the first in modern times. Yeah, tell me this. Yeah, I haven't seen this. Yeah, so he thought, he was a firm believer that basically way back in time that there actually was like advanced civilizations that were on this earth that were from this earth from i don't know if it was from this earth or just okay here okay like almost like godlike figures that sure. were so advanced sure. in technology that they were having a war in the sky and that there was actually some some people say that like that you can look at some rocks and some uh like fossilized uh-huh. you know plants uh-huh. and they say hey this isn't actually from like a meteorite like, this rock isn't from a meteorite hitting Earth. This has more of the design and build of, like, a nuclear blast explosion type huh. situation. And that's why it looks more fossilized or, I don't even know what you want to say, like, glass-like than, yeah. than that. So, that's where he kind of was like, no, I'm, I'm a firm believer that there was, like, advanced civilization. Because he also had a fascination with... Like the pyramids and how yeah. perfect they were, because we can get yeah. into that some other time. But that's a whole nother yeah. deep dive. No, I, 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 I don't actually disagree with that. I think that there was a time in history, and I'm not, you know, an expert, but yeah. 
I, I, I do think there was a time in history where we lost significant technological or or just advances. I yeah. think there was a severe drop off in humanity mm-hmm. and in our knowledge for whatever reason. I don't I don't yeah. know, but I I I I think that technology and and things like that, the human civilization was way ahead or at where mm-hmm. we're at now. Yeah. Close to maybe. And then it backtracked and quickly. That's, that's where I've never wrapped my head around is like the the pyramids are perfectly built. Yeah, no, the pyramids the, well, they were built by aliens. Yeah, I mean like, it is what it is. It's like they're perfectly built. Yeah. The stones came from hundreds or thousands of miles away. Yeah. How'd they get there? They're so big that like just it nothing about it makes sense. And then they're like they're perfect north. They're symmetrical, like perfectly when it yeah. comes to like math and everything. Like everything about it, we can do a deep dive on that in another podcast. Yes. But yes. <laughs> like he was very fascinated with that because he's like, Okay, how do we go from there to then all of a sudden nothing? And then in the last three hundred years we have the Industrial Revolution and we yeah. go from horse and buggy to now we have we have a fucking Tesla going into space. Yeah. Like, how does all that happen? Yeah. But he was really interested in the Indo-Aryan technology from way back in the day. Okay. And he thought that there was a war in the sky where there was um, basically some type of magical or explosion that was shot towards the other, you know, tribe or battle on the other side of the sky. Sure. And it hit Earth. And that he thinks that there's actually nuclear bomb-like technologies or whatever they were creating back then hitting Earth. And that's what actually caused some of the, you know, I guess you could say restarting of civilization here. Mm. Um, and he was a firm believer in that. So that's where kind of like the tinfoil hat, when he made that comment, people were like, okay, is this dude just psycho? Or like, <laughs> what's going on here? Because that doesn't really make sense. Um, makes sense if you don't think about it too hard. Yeah, and, and it's it's another one of those situations where was it they there was a battle in the sky or like we've already talked about in our U.S. government apparently said that they have in in you know possession. Oh yeah. aliens. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Was it written like hieroglyphics? There's pictures of hieroglyphics where there's confusing shit where they're looking at something in the sky and they're like, what the fuck is that? Why yep. are they like? Do they think these are, like, would... Okay, let's put it this way. You take the Aztec Empire. Yep. You drop them in today's world. Yep. And you let them watch two fighter jets fight it out. Uh-huh. You let them watch, you know, Maverick. What do you think they're going to write? Uh, you... Probably something similar to uh, dragons. Yeah. God-like I, people. I, I, think, have, have... I think dragons were maybe a um, real... Yeah. Interpretation of something. Yeah. And and it's the same thing with like the Kraken and the sea and all these prehistoric animals and but it's it's always fascinating cuz I'm like, yeah, if you drop like even fucking George Washington from back in the day to now, how yeah. amazed they'd be yeah. at everything yeah. that's going on here. So like, yeah, you take something like that where the Aztec Empire is watching two fighter jets fight in the sky, they're going to be like these were alien-like creatures that were god form fighting in the sky and a bomb went off oh yeah so it's like who knows what that was but oppenheimer was really into that belief that there was nuclear bombs from 
before. I don't hate that. I don't hate that take. I don't either. So, getting back into Zarbamba. Yes. Tell me about this. I tried to do research on it, and the one thing that I thought was crazy is that it was detonated as a test. Yeah. And I don't... that, That shit to me is crazy. Yeah. Now, I did read basically an asterisk that was like, well, the the actual nuclear nuclear material in it was decreased from what it normally would be because they didn't they wanted to lessen the effects of radiation. And I'm like, cool, but there was still some. Yeah. That that shit yeah. is is interesting to me cuz it's and they 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 dropped it basically on their own land. I mean, it was, I mean, a, it was in it was the a, ocean. Yeah, but, it was like an, on an island. But that they was, owned, the, it's part of their country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like people felt the heat and had effects from it. Yeah. Like all the way back on mainland. Yeah. Like deep into mainland. Oh, yeah. So, like I said earlier, the two <clears throat> atomic bombs, because atomic bombs and nuclear bombs are two different things. Yes. Nuclear much, much bigger. Yes. And this more was dangerous. Correct. So. The atomic bombs dropped on Japan were fifteen were about the explosion of fifteen thousand tons of TNT and twenty one thousand tons of TNT. The SAR bomba was the equivalent of fifty eight megatons yeah. of TNT being dropped in in this explosion. Yeah. So it was a thermonuclear hydrogen bomb that they created and it was very big it was about 2.6 meters in diameter and weighed about 27 tons i want to know how big the actual blast radius was because i couldn't find that yeah you know what i mean yep because i want to know like where the how big the actual destruction was yeah, and and I know, and I I'll try to get into that because I think I found some info on that. Yeah, of how big it really was. Yeah, because they actually had a parachute on it, a specially made parachute that when they dropped it, because it weighed so much, they were afraid that they would drop it and the motherfucker would just hit the earth and go into it and explode and in explode the earth. in the earth, and then it would also hit the plane that was carrying it. <laughs> so they put this specialized massive parachute on it to slow it down enough to where the plane could get away. (laughs) But the thing that I thought was fucked about this whole situation was they made a specialized like white plane that was not black or only like the, um, I don't for, I forget the name, like steel frame or aluminum frame. That was just the silver. So it's supposed to help with the blast of this nuclear bomb. The funny thing is they made that plane special for that plane to drop that and be able to fly away. They had a second plane to watch the blast and also watch the effects on the first plane, but it wasn't painted white and it was just a standard <laughs> plane. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> you're going to be part of the test, but you're not going to be in the special plane where we're going to protect you from the explosion. You're going to be in the normal plane where you you're might gonna get fucked. Gu- you're going to be <laughs> the guinea pig. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, well, that's pretty screwed up. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so they dropped it. The barometric sensors that set off the bomb to detonate four kilometers above the ground. So, damn. Yeah. So they I feel weren't. Like that's kind of high. Well, 
Got to got to maximize the blast radius. Okay. Correct. I get that. So they were talking about this. There's actually science behind this too, where if it would have dropped too high, then it would have turned into an atmospheric acid issue. Oof. Where it could get into the atmosphere, float in the clouds to other areas. Woof. Obviously, it still probably did. Oh, yeah. But they didn't want it to be too high to where it get into that situation where they wouldn't see the effects on the ground. But they didn't want to let it hit the ground, and then they wouldn't see the effects of how it does in the clouds and into yeah. the air. Yeah. So they're like, you know, the atomic bombs, same situation, didn't touch the ground. They exploded before they hit the ground. Ooh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Hmm. So, same situation. They did that as well, but this was, I thought so too, four kilometers high was pretty high. Um, but basically, it's a chain reaction of an atom splitting and the hydrogen and atoms yes. mixing and just constantly making it hotter right. to where uh, higher than even the center of the sun, which the center of the sun is, I forget what it was, but the temperature at the center of this, I guess you could say nucleus, the atom mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was over a hundred million degrees, huh? Which is absolutely insane to think about. I can't even comprehend that. No, I can't either. <laughs> um, it's like when I think of like Bezos's money and billions. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it, it's because like it's like the whole million seconds thing. I, I'm I'm just trying to remember from my memory. Yeah. So it's like a million yeah. seconds is three weeks. Um, a billion seconds is like 35 years. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like, so let that sink in. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yep. Um, but anyway, the center of the sun is only 15 million degrees. So, wow. well, I guess I should say not degrees Fahrenheit, degrees Celsius. Either because way. Because what I was reading was from a Russian website, which I'm probably getting tracked on now. Yep. And, um. You might be on, yeah. on a terrorist watch list. <laughs> Avon, that's a callback Avon baby Railroad. that's a callback yeah. baby oh all of this all of this situation that happened yes where it split you know a million times over again created yes. the explosion mm-hmm. all happened in 600 billionths of a second holy shit so just think about how fast that is and i it can't produced, i know <laughs> it's it's like it you can't it's oh um it's kind of like how we talked about with the submarine yeah um yeah. Like they didn't right. even get to know that they were collapsed. Yeah, no. Like it's it's just it was before the blink of an eye. Yeah. It was faster than mm-hmm. them their brain even being able to send like a message to the brain. Any kind of signals, yeah. yeah. So the mushroom cloud that it produced was sixty kilometers high. Wow. Yeah. Resulting in damage that was equally as massive, obviously. Um, and buildings that were more than hundred and sixty kilometers away were report, reported to have damage. Wow. Yeah. And in addition, it basically was a situation where they estimated that the heat <clears throat> from the blast would have caused third-degree burns on anyone who was within that 160 kilometers. Wow. Or, or Sorry, up to 100 kilometers from it. Just trying to wrap your head around what that was. Yeah. Like, that's absolutely mind-boggling to me. Yeah. And when they dropped, like I said, they dropped it close enough where people in, in buildings yeah. and things were affected by it. That's Correct. the shit that blows my mind. Yeah. I like, don't get that. It's, I would understand it if you found like some speck of island in the middle of the Pacific where no yeah. one is even close to it. Yeah. But they were within, if you're telling me it had a blast radius where it damaged buildings 160 kilometers away and you knew 
that this situation was going to happen where you're going to test a humongous bomb. Yeah. Like, it's mind-boggling. So that's like 120 miles. That's like two a two-hour drive. Yeah. I mean, that's... I would, I would venture to say, if this bomb got dropped in Indy, I would probably say Chicago people would maybe feel some kind of effect. Correct. Or see some kind of effect. It's something. a little bit longer. Yeah. And maybe about double the distance, but they would see something. Right. Or at least like have some hazardous conditions yes. in the air. Yeah, oh. I mean easily. we're dealing with that right easily. now from the Canadian wildfires yeah. where we're under another um another air quality, quality alert. alert. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's crazy because I, I put it into the U.S. perspective of if they would have set that bomb off in the Atlantic and homes were damaged in North Carolina from that bomb, yeah, the amount of anti-war people yeah. that would have been probably yeah, going after everyone in the military and the government. Oh, yeah. So for the Russians to do that, thank God they never used that in an actual battle. But it makes me think if they created that then and – we know how much our budget is, and we know how the Russians are with theirs. Is there a situation where there's even bigger bombs now, or do you think those blasts are kind of equivalent, or is there one that like you would drop in Columbus, and the explosion radius would be like 400, 500 miles now? Are you asking me if they exist or if it's possible? Exist. Hmm. Plus, it's different. Like, it's funny when you look at those bombs, like the atomic bomb and Tsar Bomba, how they're built. They they look, they're, like, rounded at the front. They've got this, like, anchor-type system in the back. They're fat. They're super heavy. Yeah. You look like the nuclear bombs now that, like, they show as, like, this might be part of the nuclear system. They're much look different. They look, look like a rocket than anything. Yeah, so I think that there are bombs... Probably of the nuclear variety. Yeah. That would have a larger, I'll say, damage range as far as if a nuke goes off, I mean, it's going to affect and kill and do whatever at a much wider radius than an right. atomic bomb. Right. Even, even, even Tsar Bomba. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and that's what I think freaks me out and where people are like, but. Well, why don't we just drop a nuke on North Korea? And it's like, do you not understand a nuclear bomb? If you shoot one off and they shoot one back and it starts everything. Yeah, no, the, you're screwed. The, the whole world's dead. Yeah, the world's dead. So, and and technology's advanced so far that if we were to shoot off a nuke or if anybody was to shoot off a nuke and anybody saw it, there would be enough reaction time to counter. Mm-hmm. And then that just sets off a chain reaction. Yep. And it's a lose-lose-lose for literally the entire world. So I, yeah. I, I'm hoping, my, my, my prediction in my lifetime, and it's also a hope, is that, you know, that doesn't happen. Right. Because it's a slippery slope. I mean, when you set off a nuke, uh, you know, it, it's different than an atomic bomb because a nuke will literally wipe out that area for years well tens yeah i mean maybe even, even 100 years i was just gonna say even if you dropped a nuclear bomb in japan like on hiroshima we might be talking about half an entire country gone not just a city 
Oh, you know what I mean? It wiped out the entire entirety of Japan. Yeah, like that's that's true because of. Like, I mean, Japan's not a big country. No, and I would I would venture to say the 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 uh, edge of China would probably still be affected. I mean, absolutely. You look at like Chernobyl. Yeah. I mean, that wiped out an entire city, but. I, my geography is not great, but I don't think it was highly populated around there. No, and and that's what's wild is they were never able to obviously go back. Um, still can't. And still well, can't. You, like you can, can kind of sort of because they say it's safe levels it's of radiation. Inha- it's not inhabitable. No, and and there's like habitable. animals there that are like looking weird as fuck yeah. now because they got mutations yeah. from it. But I've always thought about them like. They say, like, you can go visit now because, like, the radiation's at a level where it's low enough. I'm like, fuck that. With, I'm not going this, near. with, with like, safety equipment. Correct, you yeah. can't just walk out there no. buck-ass naked and be okay. Might show back up with, like, five buttholes and two dicks. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> shit. Might be somebody's dream. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, but anyway, like, they, yeah, I mean, that situation. Did you ever watch the Chernobyl... Um, was it Chernobyl Diaries or Chernobyl docuseries? I on think it? so. It was really good, but really so. sad because they like, like, hey, we need you to go in here and help us shut this down. And basically all those guys were like signing up for cancer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Just craziness. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, that's that's happened here where like there was long term effects of the atomic bombs on those cities that people are around them. And there was oh, one yeah. guy, there was one guy that. He was in Hiroshima or near it when that one went off, survived, yeah. went to Nagasaki, yep. and then they blew that up, and then all of a sudden... They get hit by a bus. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, he, it was either him or someone else was in an interview at a later date on a TV show in like 1955, and they were talking to him about like how traumatic it was, how devastating it was, yada, yada, yada. Yep. He lost his, his wife and everything and his kids, and then... They bring out the pilot oh, no. that dropped the bomb on Hiroshima. Was this Jerry Springer? No, <laughs> this is 1955, and it was in black and white. And I watched this, oh, and like the guy was calm. He went up there and was, of course, I mean he's Japanese. They're very respectful people. He got up, he shook the man's hand, but you could see the fear and terror in this man's eyes of like. This man is a monster, but then you could tell the pilot. I mean, like in his voice, you could tell the regret from the pilot, but you could also see the fear in the other man's face. I'm like, why the fuck? <laughs> who, who, whose idea was this? That would have thrived in 2023, oh, dude. Fuck, that have been all over TikTok. Yeah, it would have been all over every that, new, that major TV news show. Station. Might have been canceled from. No, from it would have yeah. thrived. They would have made billions of dollars. Oh my gosh, man! Fuck. I just felt so terrible for that, but Jesus. Um, Kind of, kind of finishing out this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Top war movies that uh, you enjoy or are some of your favorites, personal favorites. They don't have to be like you could tell me a bridge too far, which is I think quite the boring war movie. But like, if you told me that, I'd be like, all right, cool. It's your personal. It's not supposed to be rated high or whatever. Why don't you start? I'll go with one that's newer. I'll, I'll give you two. Off okay. The bat. Yeah, yeah. So one of my favorites that I've watched many, many times, mm-hmm. Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. Um, it's just so like obviously there's a love story at the beginning, yada yada yada, and it ends with the love story. But the middle part with Andrew Garfield being a conscientious objector and going into battle where he is only a medic, and it shows you how insane 
those war times were in Japan because they climb the cliff and they think, well, where the fuck are all the Japanese? They come out of the fucking dirt. And they're they're hiding in the sand. They're hiding. They have all these tunnels. They're dug in. Like, it's insane. And I, I look at that and I'm like, holy fuck. Like, but Hacksaw Ridge. And then the other one that they just came out with recently, I think last year was... Um, I don't want to say the name wrong because I normally do. All Quiet on the Western Front. It was mm. about World War One. Okay. From the German perspective of how awful their leaders were even in World War One. Sure. Um, where they were all starving to death. Like they would raid a bunker from France and it had all this food and rats and all over it. And they would be chowing down while they're getting rations. And then it would show like the German general sitting there drinking wine and eating like a filet. And it's just like that perspective of showing how awful it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. So I came up with a top 10. Mm, I love this. Also, I think it's really, really funny that during World War II, we came out with a trench gun, which is just a shotgun, a 12 gauge yeah. shotgun. Yeah. But we found out that you didn't have to, like, reload it and cock it to pull the trigger. You could just hold the trigger down. And just pump it, and yeah. it would just fucking fire shotgun shells yeah. everywhere. It's like Call of Duty. And the Germans yeah. tried to complain. Sorry, this was actually World War. Yeah, World War One or yeah, World War One. I'm sorry. The Germans were trying to complain that you couldn't use that weapon because it's too damaging. And then French, Crazy. the French and Americans were like, "Bitch, you're dropping mustard gas everywhere. <laughs> like you're dropping actual gas that's melting people's faces." Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, goofy. Yeah, goofy. <laughs> like, goofy. Like, like, anyway. So, Sorry. So I came up with the top ten. Okay. I like that. Um, And and Frankie knows this, mm. and the listeners might not. I So I'm not a huge movie guy. Yeah. Um, And I am even less of a war movie guy. So right. I, I went a different route for this. Uh, okay. This 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 topic at this pod on this rundown. You gonna say some cartoons and shit? No, I'm gonna go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I uh, I made a top ten list of any movie that had the l- word war in it. Oh. Um, and so my 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 first six are the first six Star Wars movies. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> my next one is War Dogs. Great fucking movie. Great fucking movie. Great movie. I love that movie. My my next movie is Lord of War. With uh, Nick Cage. Yes. Kind of similar to War Dogs, in a, in a sense. In a way, yeah. Um, and then I went... Um, so that's eight. I went World War Z. Great movie. <laughs> which is like, also honestly, zombies. It's, and it's one of those things where... <laughs> basically. Like, I don't like to watch a ton of zombie movies. I don't even like watching... <laughs> or I don't even like playing zombies on COD. But World War Z, if it's on, I'll sit it's down and watch movie. it. It's a good movie. And, yeah, uh, good and movie. lastly... <laughs> This is this is the the stretch of the stretch. I went Avengers: Infinity War <laughs> once again. Great fucking war movie. Infinity War is one of the top selling war movies of all time. Technically, I do I do actually have a true uh well true ish war movie that I do I do like, and uh, my dad would appreciate this. It's Stripes. Okay. Not really a war movie. Yeah. It's it's. It, it's a con- it's like animal animal house meets like military you're you're missing the best one of all oh man tropic thunder you know <laughs> i've never watched it oh no i know i've seen a billion clips yeah. and i know that well, old boy well, got shit on for dressing in blackface i'm the dude playing the dude disguised <laughs> as another dude there you go 
Well, have you heard Jamie Foxx talk about that? Also, there's no war in that title. No, that's true. That's that what I true. did. I went, that's, I yeah, went that titles with war in the um, t- movies with war in the title. <laughs> I think it was Jamie Foxx. Yeah, it was Jamie Foxx where he was like, so we had a movie idea to do Tropic Thunder. Yeah. And so we're like, who could play the guy that's going to do <laughs> this role? And they're like, well, let's just call Robert Downey. And he yeah. was like, okay. And he's like, you know how Robert is. He's a fucking laid back dude. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, hey, you want to do this movie? It's with these, these, these people, all big names. And he's like, yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Yeah, he I'll caught so much shit for that movie. Oh, yeah. But then all of a sudden he was like, but like warning, you got to do black blackface. And he was like. Yeah, okay. Whatever. <laughs> like he's just like like okay. Fuck. Um but yeah, so that's my top ten list. You know what? I don't with, hate with, it. With stripes as being like kind of a real war ish movie. But have you seen Stripes? Yes, but bits and pieces, not the okay. full thing. Okay. You should watch it. It's very funny. So I'll go with like an actual rundown of some of my favorite ones of all time. Um that aren't just named after they have war in it. I'm also gonna throw in the Patriot. Oh, great movie! I mean, that was gonna be on long this as list. Fuck, but it's that's decent. okay. It's decent. I, that was gonna be on this list because I was going to put on there, and I'm forgetting the name of it right now. Is American Sniper on your list? I kind of go back and forth on that mm-hmm. one. I'm gonna hold okay. on that. Okay. So we're gonna go. Lone Never seen it, but you know, we're gonna go Lone Survivor. Okay. I was talking with Laura about this just while you figure out your list here. Yeah. She goes, what about Forrest Gump? <laughs> Loki, kind of. Loki Although is. I think that movie's highly overrated, and I don't really like it that much. But yeah. I'm, I'm a hater on that movie. No, that's fine. That's Anyways. Fine. Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> yeah. um, Fair. You know, All Quiet on the Rest in Front, Lone yep. Survivor, so there's three. Um, I'm going to go... And Glorious Bastards. Yeah. Not historically accurate at all, but great fucking movie. movie. Correct. And then, so that's four. I'm going to go Fury, Saving Private Ryan, The Hurt Locker. Okay. Yeah. That's the one that's really depressing. Yeah. Um, And then, so I think that's eight. Sure. Or nine. I don't know. We're not actually counting. No, I just just happen to have ten on my list. One that's wildly (laughs) out there, 300. Oh, yeah, fair. Like, I don't fair. give a fuck. Like, fair. to this day, one of the hypest fucking scenes. I have a really now. dumb question. Yeah. Is is 300 the... This is, is Sparta. Sparta. Yes. Okay. Uh, but 300, like, the scene where they break out of their wall of shields, and he starts just running through the Persians, and there's a part where he stabs, he throws his spear and kills someone, pulls out his, his sword... Slices up two dudes and then, like, does like a spinning turn slice and then sees another guy running up and he does like a 360 shield, like, elbow shiver. <laughs> and they do it in slow motion where the dude, like, does a fucking backflip and it's so fucking awesome. <laughs> like, it's insane how That's funny. Like, and you gotta think, I'm watching this at like. Fuck, whenever that came out, probably 2010, 14, yeah. 15 years old. Yeah. No, actually, I think I was like 12. Might maybe. have been early. Eh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably yeah, when I was like 12. Probably about right. Yeah. But it's just like, it's so fucking hype. I just, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just one of those things where I watched that movie and it's just entertaining because there is some historical accuracy to it, but then there's also some very dramatized to make it a movie. 
Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I that's have a couple. I have a couple more honorable mentions after thinking about it. Yeah. Um, Good Morning Vietnam. Okay. Good Morning Vietnam. What about uh? I'm gonna throw you a wild one here. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, that's well. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. I'm gonna throw you a really wild one you'd never even think about. You want to try to guess? Is it Vietnam based? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Just war based. War based. Yeah, I don't know. Mulan. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That, my friend, yeah. is a war movie if I've ever seen one. Hey, can't knock it. It is a war movie. It is. Anyways, uh, yeah. yeah, that's Anyways, all I got. That's no, all I got. <laughs> honestly, and I'll throw in those couple Avenger movies back to back. And uh, the most recent one that came out with Black Panther, like, okay. that shit was hype as fuck. Like, I don't... Yeah, I'm not really no, into those fine. movies. It's kind of, I know it's kind of a bit. I know you're not. I know it's a bit, but, like, <laughs> I've gone and watched them. Now, am I... Shouts out to my nerd friend, Chase. Am I as deep into it where he's like, oh, I had to re-watch this, or you have to watch all these series to know that... Nah. Nah, I'm you not know, into that. Uh, actually, funny funny story. My uncle Steve was in Stripes hmm? in the background. Really? Yes. Isn't that some wild it shit? It is very wild. Yeah, he was like dressed up all in a military. He was like, it was in the parade scene. You never seen Stripes, so whatever. But like, there's a parade scene, right? And he's like in the background in a uh, military outfit. Very funny. That is actually really, really funny. He so points he, it out. Was he, like, paid to do oh, that? No. Oh, no. No, okay. no, 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 no. He just happened to be, like, he knew, a, of course, he knew a guy. And he was just like, oh, yeah, you want to be in this movie? And he's like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Why not? He was, like, just, you know. Right. Just there. Very much in the background. But yep. anytime it comes up, he just, like, points it out. And That's like, funny as Dude, fuck. I'm in this. Yeah, I'm in this. I'm in this um, movie. In the movie I was trying to think of earlier with the Russian sniper, um, it's Enemy at the Gates. Okay. So that's a really good movie. Okay. Um, and then one that might sneak on my list because I used to watch all the time, like, this was one of my go-tos. I, I had to travel a lot in the car to all my sure. sister's basketball games. Pearl Harbor. Okay. And here's the reason why I would, and this is why I would I could get through five and a half hours of a, of a car ride like that, yeah. because I'd watch Friday Night Lights first. Okay. So that was the first movie. I'd watch Pearl Harbor next. So there's five and a half hours right there. Done. And then if it was like a super long road trip. Throw on the Patriot. I'd throw on the Patriot. <laughs> and then after that, it was all bets were off. It could be Wedding Crashers. Yeah. It could be whatever the fuck it is. like Bridesmaids. Yeah, bride, Bridesmaids, <laughs> whatever it is. Think like a man. Who knows? Whatever, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, dude. I don't know, but I think that kind of wraps up the pod. Uh, very much war based, but we're kind of into. Actually, we're kind of getting some darker times of summers, I guess you could say, where it was like World War Two, and kind of things wrapped up there. World War One was kind of some starting and wrapping up, and then also September 11th is coming up here in the next month. Where what happened on September 11th? Some crazy stuff that oh. we might actually do a little pod on September 11th and conspiracy theories oh, a little no. bit. We might get into oh, this. Oh no! So a little teaser there. Um, oh but yeah, no! This is this is what we're we're looking at. So anyway, I uh, hope you all liked some some informal 
uh, edumacation on some bombs, yeah. atomic and nuclear bombs. Shout out, shout out, Ed. Shout out to Ed. Hope you're doing okay in rehab, yeah, bub. Hope you're doing okay. Um, hope those gym pics that you're sending saying, you know, birthday weekend, Ed is here. And yeah, and the, and the memes the you were sending, you know, yeah. 30 minutes before we recorded. Yeah, because you're so it's busy fine. living up no, to your birthday fine. weekend. But you are a city boy okay. now. It's okay. City boys! City boys! So, as always, like and follow us on Instagram, Threads, and Twitter. And like and subscribe on all major platforms where you can find our podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Cheers. Cheers.